This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 298 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, well, we're here at the end of the year, like we always do since we first started the show with uh, uh, Chew on This Reviews 2020. Um, it's a good thing it's about just movies because everything <laughs> else would have just sucked too. <laughs> so, so as a refresher, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go over what our most anticipated was at the beginning of the year. Uh, each of us, and then I, I and then went we'll back move and, into end of the year. I went back and listened to that episode, and we were so full of hope and, and, and like <laughs> like so excited. I mean, uh, I, you know, I kind of forgot about movies because I just accepted the fact. And then it wasn't until we started prepping for the show where I went back and looked at my most anticipated and got depressed. <laughs> You're like, I can't do the show, man. Yeah. <laughs> let's just do something else. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Let's go. Uh, my, my most anticipated 10 of 2020 was, uh, number 10, a quiet place Two. Mm-hmm. number nine, birds of prey, number eight, eternals, number seven, ghostbusters afterlife. Number six, uh, No Time to Die. That's the James Bond movie. Number five was Godzilla versus Kong. Four was Tenet. Three was Black Widow. Two was Mulan. And one was Wonder Woman 84. That was mine. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. were really, we were really, we were, we only had a couple of those in the right, in the same spot. So <clears throat> number 10 for me was A Quiet Place Part Two. Number nine, Godzilla versus Kong. Number eight, Eternals. Number seven, No Time to Die. Number six, Top Gun Maverick. Number five, Wonder Woman 84. Number four, Black Widow. Number three, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Number two, Tenet. And number one was Mulan. Okay. So I only saw one, two, three, four of the ten movies on my list. (laughs) Yep. I only got four. Yeah. Um, Let's see. One... Did I have, oh, no, I didn't even have Onward on there. That was on a different spot. I think I only had one on there. No, two, oh. two. Mulan and, 84, and Wonder and Woman. Tenet, right. And Tenet, and Tenet, and Wonder Woman. Okay, three. I had three on there. Okay. Yeah. You didn't have you didn't have Birds of Prey on there, right? No. Okay, okay. I didn't, because it was a DC movie. It was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, <I don't, laughs> Wonder Woman, maybe, you know. Wonder Woman was I think a little I, low for I, me, too. I think I remember... The very 
final trailer for Birds of Prey is what won me over, and that's what it, how it made the list at number nine. And so it was all like based on that last trailer. Big lesbian scene that they cut out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one. Um, all right, so here's my end of the year review. You'll give yours after mine, and then we'll go over it line by line like we always do. So um, okay. number 10 was really hard for me um, because – a, we didn't see a lot of movies. Yeah. And, and B, just because like this is at number 10, like if I, I got a How? feeling if I saw all my movies, the number 10s wouldn't even make the top no, 10. No, that was for me too. It, I had a harder time choosing nine and 10 than I did one. Like yeah. <laughs> it didn't make sense. <laughs> so for my number 10, I actually have a tie. I kind of cheated a little bit because I couldn't figure out which one I disliked more and <laughs> both of them. Both of them kind of just, you know, they, they hit some chords that I was, I found acceptable equally. Mm-hmm. So my number 10 is, uh, Wonder Woman 84 and Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, now again, this movie would have wow. never made the top 10 list. Uh, wow. uh, number, so that's my number 10. Okay. Number, number nine is Over the Moon. Okay. Number eight is Red Sun. You didn't see that one. That was when no. you were on hiatus. Uh, yep. Red Sun, that was a DC animated movie. You probably wouldn't have watched it anyway. Yeah. Um, number seven was Onward. Six, Love and Monsters. Five, Soul. Four, Enola Holmes. Three, The Old Guard. Two, Birds of Prey. And number one was 1917. Did, oh, 1917. Why didn't I think of, did we review that this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I gotta change my fucking thing. <laughs> God shift damn it. Everything? Yeah, I got to shift everything just up by one, just up one so that uh okay, because okay. All right, I got it. I fixed it. All right. All you I did was yours. shift all I did was shift everything up. Well, number 10 I had new mutants. Uh oh, because so not anymore now. No. It's off the list. It's gone. It's gone. Okay, so, so num- what's the new number 10? Uh Over the Moon. Okay. Uh, I have Bill and Ted Face the Music, number nine. I have Love and Monsters at number eight. I have Tenet at number seven. I have Enola Holmes at six. I have The Old Guard at four. I have Birds of Prey at... Wait a minute. This is not adding up. Ten, nine, eight, seven. This entire thing is fucked because... We have fucked ourselves. Okay. Let me go back. Over the moon is ten. I, I might have to redo mine too because, like, you forgot nineteen seventy. <laughs> I forgot Tenet. <laughs> well, this is twenty twenty at its best right now. Yeah, this uh, is how we reviewed it. I gotta count. I gotta make sure I've got ten of these on here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Over the moon, number ten. Bill and Ted face the music, number nine. Love and monsters, number eight. Tenet is seven. Six is Enola Holmes. Five is The Old Guard. Four is Birds of Prey. And then I have Onward. I've got Soul. And I got, now I have 1917. Cause that was my, that was my favorite of the year at that point. So that now point. I got to do the whole thing too, because now my <laughs> number. <laughs> This is Your so 2020. Is fucked. <laughs> My number 10 is not number 10 anymore. So it was, now it's 10 over the moon, nine red sun, eight onward, seven tenant, six love and monsters, five soul, 
four Nola Holmes, three Old Guard, two Birds of Prey, and then number one again is 1917. All right. So I just shifted mine halfway down. You had to shift the whole fucking thing down. <laughs> At least the movie that I forgot wasn't my number one film. <laughs> it was only number seven for me. You forgot your well, number one film. Well, because 1917 came out, I think, last year, but we didn't watch it till January. That's right. And I think the reason why they did that so it could make Oscar... Right. Oscar season. So we saw it the second time around. That's right. Oh man, I fucking love that movie so much. I can't believe it's almost been a year. And I got I need to sit down and watch it again because it's it's such a it's, it's such an a intense movie. movie, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Anyway, so let's okay. go over number. Let's start with number ten. I have over the moon. What do you have at ten? I have over the moon now as well. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it was enjoyable. It, it kind of felt a little weird when they went to space. That that really took me out of the film. Um, well, it's, but it's there, Pixar light. It's like Kmart. <laughs> it's, it's Pixar Kmart. But it was still pretty good. Like yeah. there were still enjoyable things in there, and and the whole ending of the movie was unexpected but expected at the same time of how they got there. Right. Um, it was it was pretty enjoyable. Um, it just I just liked other films a lot better. Well, it's um, so weird to me that the stuff that we really enjoyed was the family aspect. As soon as they went up in the weird world up in space, we were like, eh. You know, so it's like we loved all the stuff leading up to that, and we loved all the stuff yeah. after that. My kids you know? liked it when they went to space. Like, it was that that whole sequence is just meant for them. Yeah. yeah. They, they loved it. I thought it was like, wow, they jumped a the shark. On we're like, well, one call us when this is over. We'll come back and watch the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what's your number nine? Nine, I have Bill and Ted face the music. Okay. And I, I have a feeling this probably wouldn't have uh, landed in my top ten as well. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. But, like, last year we watched um, Jane Silent Bob reboot, and I thought that was a much better film. Yeah. Um, there were some elements of this film that made me laugh. I think what was what I did like about it is they just completely went for it and made it exactly the way it was back in the, in the 80s, which – I'm kind of glad they did. I didn't want them to do something completely different. I, I, I like the fact that they, they kept the same tone and shit like that. So, but is it a fantastic movie? No, it's just fun. You know, it's just a, just a shut your brain off and stupid kind of movie. But, uh, but I did laugh in it a few times. Uh, I, 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 I didn't like it enough to put it. No, well, now in my top 10, but it was, it was down there. Like I liked equal amount of things in Wonder Woman 84 and Bill and Ted and, and, and a lot of those things made me feel good because they're just fucking awesome of whatever they did. But at the end of the day, I had a better time watching over the moon, you know, like I, it was more enjoyable. And then at night, my number nine is Red Sun. Now you didn't review this movie. I did. No, no. So tell me about Red Sun. Cause I, I so, know the, I know the graphic novel or the comic book or whatever you want to call it. I know what it's about. <clears throat> But right. do they stick close to the source material? Kind of, mostly. I mean, the gist of it is that the whole, the thing that the whole, both stories have in common is that it's a what if one off. And this yeah. is the, this is why I'm so excited for the what ifs for, for Marvel. Um, but it, I forget what they called it for DC. It wasn't the what if for DC. It was something else. Anyway, it was basically what would happen if, uh, Kalal landed in Soviet Russia instead of Kansas, uh, Kansas, America, and would he have turned out the same way? And that's basically what you get. You get this version of Superman is growing home, up. 
is he like Homelander or is he? Uh, no, no. He, he believes in the, the communism part where he wants to bring order and peace and everybody's equal as far as like everybody's happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that he wants to uphold. But he comes to find out that the Soviet, the, like the communism before him, it was like corrupt and shit. So he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? So he believes in communism, but not all the corrupt shit that those guys were doing, which wanted, is kind of weird. Uh, he wanted universal health care. <laughs> he wanted <laughs> right. college for all. <laughs> but the thing is, everybody, everybody is, is better once he takes over. He thinks everything is great and he has no idea that they're enslaving people in the movie. They have no, he has no clue. But when he finds out, he frees all of them. And wow. he takes over and takes and basically dissolves the government and now he's in charge. Oh shit. And, it, and so it's this thing where, and then the, like the United States create their own Superman somehow. And basically it's, 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 a, it's, it's a good story if you like those one-offs of what would this happen. Like one of my favorite Futurama show, uh, episodes are, uh, like they, t- they have this like television where they touch it. They ask it a question and it plays a what if. So like it was just oh, an anthology of that episode cool. was just an anthology of, of stories. And that's what this Red Sun was, was this graphic novel was based off of what happened if he landed over there and not over here. It was wow. pretty cool. That's it's cool. pretty I'll, fucking violent too. Oh man. I, okay. You kind of sold me now. I, I'll have to watch that. You know, so you, while you were talking, I was looking at the list of movies that I did watch. I only watched 13 movies this year uh, total. I think you did 14. Uh, that was including Red Sun. And I took off I took off Mulan, Wonder Woman, and Hubie Halloween. <laughs> 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 and now the New Mutants. So I guess I watched 14 movies. You watched 15. I forgot about 1917. But, yeah, I was like, wow, I can't believe I actually have Hubie Halloween in the same sentence as those two other two movies which in a million years never thought that would happen because i was so all about wonder woman and really about mulan like i could not fucking wait because i i thought those are my one and two as well wonder woman was my number one mulan was my number two look if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot please review the show on itunes and facebook It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, because I thought, holy shit, if any movie of Disney that they have that's ripe to redo live action, it's Mulan, hands down. And uh, yeah, they fucked that up. Um, <laughs> so what did you have? What did you have for? Oh, you had Red Sun for number nine. So. Um, Number uh, eight. Eight. I have Love and Monsters. I have Onward. For uh, that okay. One. So let's talk about which one you want to talk about first. Well, for me, Onward was not in my top ten. It wasn't oh. it, just for, for my original top yeah. ten. Yeah, most yeah. anticipated. It wasn't on that list. And yeah, I, mean, I remember the reason because it just, I don't know, just it looked like Good Dinosaur to me. Right? Yeah, like, the trailer did. It did not sell it very well. So when I went to go see it, I was blown away by it. Like I really, because I had such low expectations too, but it ended up being a pretty good film. Yeah. Um, so that's why it made, and that would have, this, this is one of those movies that would have definitely made my top 10. It probably mm-hmm. would have been at number 10, but, um, that's, you know, barring that 
more than half of the movies that I listed are good, you know, um, because I struck out on the first two picks. <laughs> well, I, yeah, totally. I, I have onward really high because I really, I just, I don't know. There's something about the, the, the relationships that film that really spoke to me and I, and it's Pixar of course. And, but I've seen onward several times, uh, this year I, I did see it in the theater and then I watched it, um, on Disney plus several times and the kids love it. Um, it's got a good message and the ending is like heartbreaking, but it's really good. And, uh, so yeah, that was like my number two for the end of the year. But now that 1917 is there, I pushed it back to number three. So wait, so you have onward at number three. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> wow. I, okay. I, I like that movie better than the other movies that I've watched. Yeah. Huh. So you said uh, you, well, yours was love and monsters, right? Yeah, Love and Monsters uh, was my number eight. And that movie came out of left field. Um, I think I would have saw this in the theater, how they advertised it, um, because I thought the trailer was awesome that they showed on Amazon Prime. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm sold. I, I really want to watch this film. And ended up really liking it and really and wanting more stories uh, based yeah. in this world. Yeah. Uh, because it, I don't know, it, it's weird. Um it's like, I think I've seen this before, but really haven't. So, I, yeah, I can't really explain. Like, I try to tell, talk to people about the film. I'm like, just watch it for what it, like, don't, don't look into it or whatever. Just watch it. Cause it was really surprising, like, how good that film was, um, for just going straight to streaming. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, the special effects were really good. And, and yeah. it, 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 the best way to describe it is like a monster version of, Ah, shit. What's the movie with uh, Eisenberg in it? Uh, uh, Zombieland. Zombieland, yeah, yeah. With, it's like a monster monster insects. version of... Right. Because, like, like, only the insects got big. I'm <laughs> like, okay. And, like, crabs and stuff. But, like, yeah, so... so, But it's it's that good, though. So I have it at number six, though. You have it at eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do you got for seven? I have uh, uh, Tenet. Okay, so we had it in the same spot. Yeah. So I, I, I actually had Tenet higher, but then I sat back and thought, like, which one did I enjoy more? And although I've never seen anything like Tenet, and I don't know if it's, I still don't know how much I like it yet. And, but I, I do remember thinking when I watched Love and Monsters, I was very happy and pleased when the movie was over with Tenet. I was just like, oh my God, my fucking brain hurts. Yeah. So I, that's why I, I have it at seven. I have to agree with you. That's why I have it there too, because I'm thinking maybe over the years it might get better for me. Like, because it was really complicated and hard. Uh, but I put it there because it's, there's nothing out there like that. You know, we usually put stuff in our top 10 that we're like, what the fuck was that? That was, right. I don't know if this is awesome, if this is whatever. It was definitely original. So, um, that's I why love, those are my favorite films that we ever reviewed during the year. Yeah. Like there's always one or two films that just surprise the shit out of us. Yeah. Arrival and, was the, was the big one. Right. Yeah. That. But this year there, there are two movies in my top five that came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Let's, uh, so 70 and 10. Okay. What do you have at number six? That's my love and monsters. Oh, that's your love and monsters. Okay. So number six, I have a Nola Holmes and this okay. was like such a charming, uh, movie definitely. Um, if they make a sequel to this, I'll go back and watch this one again uh, to familiarize myself with the with the the world. But I I loved I loved every second of this movie. I wasn't bored. I thought it was really unique, and I liked Henry Cavill as uh, Sherlock Holmes, even though he's fucking jacked. 
Um, <laughs> right. it's, it's like super. I was like, dude, can you like do what other people do and like uh, stop working out so you can like do these roles? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like a Superman was basically playing Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Uh, but but he was still good in it though. Still I mean, really look good. wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I just, and Millie Bobby Brown is, is amazing. I, I want to see her in more stuff. She's a really good actress. I, I don't want her in any more Godzilla shit. I want her in, in stuff like this. Uh, no, I, she, I, I have it at number four. You said you have six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have it in number four. That's one of my ones that came out of nowhere. I remember, you know, when we reviewed this movie, I was like, man, this is just a fucking awesome film. Like it just well done. Like I would have loved to have seen this in the theater too. Like I would have yeah. paid money to see this movie. Yeah, me too. Um, and to me, this is one of those films where I, it wasn't on my radar. I heard about it, but it wasn't on my radar until I saw the trailer. And, uh, I just fell in love with it from the very beginning. Like just the way that they told the storage, the way that they solved the puzzles, the, the characters, yeah. their interactions, yeah. everything was great. And the fact that she breaks the fourth wall and talks to you. Which works really well. It does work uh, well in this movie. Um, so that's why I have it in my top five. It's number four for me. Nice. Um, what do you have at five? I have. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I have the old guard, which was another one that kind of came out of left field yeah. uh, for us. And uh, um, I have that at three. And I just, I fucking love this movie. Another, just like Love and Monsters and Nola Holmes, they've just opened this new world up, and I'm like, I want to see more. I want to see more of this shit. Yeah. And so, uh, and that's, that's rare. Usually you're like, it's a one off and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. But like after the movie was over on all three of these cases, I'm like, I want more of this. Like when, yeah. when are we going to get more? Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. Like this movie blew me away from the second they got shot and then it replays them all the way back. Oh my God. It's such a, <laughs> it's so fucking amazing. It's such a great appetizer to when they wake up. Yeah. And, oh my God. This movie is fan fucking tastic. Um, I have it at three. That's why I have it so high. And this is the other, the second of the two, um, ones that came out of nowhere for me. Everything yeah. that surprised me on this list, I'm so happy that I got to see Onward, Love and Monsters, Enola Holmes, and The Old Guard is my number three. Yeah. They're all um, fantastic. So you said you have Old Guard at five, right? I have yeah. soul. I have soul at five. Okay. Um, and really the only reason was, uh, for me, Enola Holmes, The Old Guard, Birds of Prey in 1917, I just had a better time than watching Soul. Again, Soul is a four, we just reviewed this movie. Right. It's a four and a half lightsaber movie for me, but that's how much I regarded the other four films. That's right. why five, right. Soul is at five. Right. No, I, uh, Soul for me, I have it at number, I, it was number one for me, um, and I don't know if it's because it's the last movie I saw of the year, but uh it's just, I don't know, man. By the time I finished that movie, I was like, I need to start living my fucking life, man. <laughs> like, I, like, it had such a good message. And by the end of it, I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I fucking get it. Like, I know what they're trying to say. And I just, that really spoke to me. And I like movies that do that, like that you leave with like thinking and all that stuff. I just wish the ending was a little bit, just a little bit different, more Pixar-ish, you know, they kind of went the other way and made it like a feel good, like, you know, ending. Um, but I think the other way would have been feel good too. It's just would have been a little different. Um, yeah. but 
I I really loved it. And my wife usually doesn't watch stuff like that. She sat down next to me and was like mesmerized by it and really loved the message as well. And so, but it's not like a total kids movie, although there's kid elements in it. It is very adult. I mean, it's very adult themes and stuff like that. And I think that's why I really, really liked it. Um, they took a really big chance with that movie. Yeah, it, it's a fantastic film. And, and don't get me wrong, just because I had it at number five, um, you know, it, it's not that I didn't like the movie. I just like the other ones a lot more. Um, yeah, yeah. And talking about them makes me want to watch them all, too. Like, I just watched Soul, but I really want to watch Enola Holmes and the Old Guard again right now. <laughs> I kind of do, too. Uh, they're um, just really fun movies. What do you have at number uh, four? That's my Enola Holmes. That's your Enola Holmes. So I have Birds of Prey. Okay. And uh, um, I really, I I did not have any expectations for this film at all. Uh, mm. I was not a big fan of Harley Quinn in um, the Suicide Squad movie. I thought it was, she was way too cartoonish. And um, it's like, didn't really find her footing just yet. And in this movie, complete 180. She just completely runs the entire movie uh, so beautifully. And having Ewan McGregor in there as a bad guy was a stroke of genius too. Cause like, that's something he's never done before. And he was fucking awesome at it. Um, scary mm. too. He was a scary dude, but funny at the same time, like uncomfortably funny. And, um, but I mean, it's Margot Robbie's movie. I mean, she's, she's amazing in it. And I love all the other people in it. Like, um, I think Rosie Perez and, uh, I can't remember the other names. Damn it. Um, the, the girl, the, the girl from, um, Ah, shit from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, oh, right. And, and uh, some other, film. I can't Winstead? remember. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Winstead. She was also in um, Cloverfield Lane. Right. And then the other lady uh, who played uh, uh, Siren, um, not Siren, Black, uh, is it Canary? Black Canary? Yeah. Yeah. Black Canary. Yeah. Uh, she was awesome. Too. Everyone was awesome in that film. Um but uh, I just I, and I'm surprised. For me, it wasn't even on my list before, and I have it so high right now because that was a really enjoyable DC film. Like it was fun, yeah, and, and cool. So it was so, my number nine and my most anticipated because of that last trailer. But it's number two for me uh, for Birds of Prey because wow, it's so high for you because it's or not as high as mine because you weren't anticipating it. So like. You had no expectations. I had high expectations going into it and it, they got, you know, completely met and more. So that's like, awesome. that's why it was so high for me is, was, I think I remember saying like, she, she felt like a cosplayer, uh, pretending to be Harley Quinn, right? In the yeah, first movie. Yeah, that's kind of not that she felt. wasn't good, but it just because I, because I lived with that character since the animated series, right? And something yep. just felt off for me. Um, but in this one, Oh my God, she's Harley Quinn. Like, yeah, it's big time. so good. Everything about that movie is fucking fantastic. There's no, and the, and the ending is so satisfying too. Oh yeah. And that, that's what like, uh, jo that's what Joe, oh, we forgot Joker. Uh, Did we forget Joker? No, that no, was last Joker year. Joker was it? That was last year. Yeah. Oh God, my 2020. Anyway, so <laughs> Birds of Prey for me, number two is just, um, it's just a great movie. And again, talking about it makes me want to watch it again. Yeah, I liked um I, I liked the team up at the end. That was the payoff, right? But then I what I really also liked was that she didn't just like like after that battle, she just fucking takes off. She's like, later ladies. Like this is give yeah. a shit, you know? And uh 
they're, they're off like fighting and stuff while she's just being doing her. And so I thought that was really cool. Cause that's, that's her character. She's like kind of a loner. She doesn't, yeah. you know, uh, well, she's trying to find herself in the movie. So, <clears throat> but I, I like that. I thought that was cool. Um, Let's and see. immediately makes immediately it makes Suicide Squad even more anticipated when it drops. Yes, yes, absolutely. <clears throat> and you got John Cena. Who doesn't want John Cena? He, he he's actually. Like, f- I, I watched Bumblebee recently again. Like uh-huh. I don't know, a few weeks ago, and he's fucking awesome in that. He's the new Rock, dude. I'm telling you. Every time you have a franchise, you throw the Rock in it. Now they're throwing John Cena in it. Because like he he's, pretty, he's a, it was pretty well in it. He's going to the Fast and the Furious franchise too, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, uh, so what do you have? Uh, so number three, I have Onward. We've talked about that. Uh, number two, I have Soul. Number three was my old guard. Was the that's old, your guard old guard? For me. Okay, yeah, number three. And then uh, that brings us to pretty much number one, uh, which was 1917, and and we could not like. Uh, it, it is it's difficult. To explain this movie to somebody um, who's not really like into film, like how things are filmed, because like I, the way I talk about this movie to people, I'm like, look, it's a World War II movie, but here's the thing: there's like this. Wait, crazy... isn't it World War? No, it's World War One. Oh, it was World War One. I'm sorry, you're right. It's 1917. Dude, the movie's idiot. It's called 1917. I'm all Vietnam, okay? Uh, <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> it's like the Gulf uh, War. <laughs> yeah. Uh the war in Iraq, goddammit. <laughs> um yeah, so World War One, but I said I tell people I'm like, dude, the first like forty five minutes is one take. It's like one continuous thing. Of course, movie magic, you know, they're able to make it look like that. But I said, You follow this fucking guys for half the movie without any cut. I'm like, it's it's unreal. And people look at me like, uh, okay, what is that? I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah. fuck it. I'm like, just fucking watch it. Shut up. Um, oh my god, this movie's so from the beginning to end, you're on the edge of your seat. It's, it's so this movie good. is fucking perfect. This is <laughs> as close to a perfect movie that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so good. this movie to me surpasses certain movies that I hold very dear. Like this movie is just not only a great movie. But it's like a, a cinematic feat to watch this movie. Yes. Especially, I, I watched it in IMAX, dude. It was intense. Yeah, I bet. In IMAX. If this ever comes back out in IMAX, I'm going to see it. Like, that's how good this flick is. Yeah. And, oh my God, you, you're right. Like, you know, most movies, because they have so many cuts or they cut to other people and stuff like that, you get to see these other characters. So you don't realize how difficult the journey has been for the person unless they kind of do some good storytelling, right? This one, it never cuts away from him. No. Once he's introduced, (laughs) once he's introduced, it's, it's just him. It's just fucking crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's, I mean, that, 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 that last shot, that last shot when he's running through the war, Oh like my the god. actual battle. Oh my god, that yeah. that is fucking fantastic. That was so good. I was like, <sighs> I, he's not going to get there in time, and he like jumps out of the trench and runs, and I'm like, oh my god, it's shit's just blown up everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's oh god, that so was so good. intense. That was that movie's so intense. I mean, the whole I I left there like my body was sore because I was tensing up so much. I'm like, oh god, what's going to happen? 
I'm going to have uh, to watch it again on the 85-inch now. That's as close as the IMAX yeah, I can get. Yeah, I, I honestly, I haven't seen it since the first time, but that movie left such a damn impression. I could tell you from beginning to end what happens. Like, it's it's that good. Like, you don't forget, you know, anything. And and also, like, some of the visuals, like the, the, the cherry blossom, the, what do you call it, the cherry blossom trees and the, um, oh, the dead bodies floating everywhere and, Oh god. I yeah. mean, it's just the shit that they go through. Um you just can't get it out of your head. You know, it's 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 nuts. But uh it's such a great film. But yeah. That definitely should win all the awards. I think it did win all the awards, if I remember right. But I think so. I think it did win best picture. Yeah. And best we director. Did, we might have put it in our chewies, uh so we can't really do it <coughs> next next time around, but it was uh it was definitely definitely up there for us like one of the best it basically did seen. the same thing that like i th- like uh that happened this year right like where it where they released it a second time just to be able to get into the oscars and that's basically yeah. what they did with us <laughs> they released it <laughs> they released it early to get in the oscars and then they kind of like they put it in more broad like they put it in more theaters and then it came out on dvd like really fast so it's like yeah it's like uh i don't know it, the movie's so good, we could put it in the Chewies twice. <laughs> it could win. It might even win both times. Uh, right. But anyway, yeah, the Chewies this year is going to be fucking weird. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I I don't know. It might have to be the shortest Chewies ever. Or you have movies winning like multiple categories. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just not. Yeah, there's just not a lot. I don't even know what like regular award season is going to be like. It's going to be really strange. Yeah, uh, that's where that's where like, you know, Netflix and HBO Max and Amazon Prime and all that stuff is really going to be, you know, prominent during award season because they a lot of the shit came from there not, and right, not the right. theaters. So it's going to be very interesting award season. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I just don't understand how we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> As if we like, might not, we don't have enough job stuff. And we get paid for it. <laughs> like <laughs> it could like be like anybody you know actually what? gives a shit. Yeah, we're like, uh, we're not doing the chewies this year. We're just gonna do something else. No, we'll do it. It just might be a truncated, small version of it. Um, <laughs> or we could, we could do. Or what? What might be interesting is doing a what if chewies. Like uh, this would have won, I think, or this would have won. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then see predict it for next year and be like, wow, we were really off. Like. <laughs> Why did we put uh, Fast and Furious as our favorite movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's, that was fucked up. I know, exactly. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, I don't, really don't have much more to say. I mean, that's our list. That's what we saw this year. Uh, we have I, with very few outliers because, you know, it was a, such a, uh, a short uh, movie season, unfortunately. Um, but this next year, who the hell knows? I mean, there's all the movies that were supposed to come out this year are coming out next year, plus next year's movies are coming out. So it's just going to be a cluster of movies that we could either have 50 reviews or we're only going to have 10, just like we normally, you know, like this year, we don't know what's going to happen as far as like what's coming out or what they're doing. We do know that Warner brothers is putting all 17 of their movies on, you know, on HBO max. So that might keep us busy, but you know, other than that, I don't know how, what next year is going to look like. It's going to be, you know, batshit crazy, crazier than this year, probably. Um, but we'll see, you know, if the, if the thing gets lifted, people start getting vaccinated, the, this, 
this virus starts disappearing, they might start opening this shit back up. You know, we'll see what happens. But um, anyway, we're two away, two away from the big 300. Uh, actually, one away now, right? Just one away. So next week we have our most anticipated of 2021 coming where we look at all the movies that are supposed to come out next year, put it in our top 10, you know, rank it top 10 and then maybe have some outliers. And then we have our 300th episode with a couple special guests um, that we were super, super excited about. And uh, yeah, shit. Then our clip show and then whatever else we're doing. So I'm, I, Oh, what I was thinking um, was doing the, the last Harry Potter. Cause uh, it's time. It's time to put that to bed <laughs> uh, oh, for the five years. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have like, we'll have our, our normal show. We'll have the, the clip show. Wait, we only did the first part. Uh, we only did the first part of the, of, of, uh, the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. We still have part two to go. So, oh. uh, that'll be it. You know, that'll be, that'll be finito with that. That's taken us like three years, four years to get through, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know how well, we, we had did the space patience. them out. <laughs> I don't know what, how we had the because those were my favorite things to do. I was always like, I I couldn't wait to do the next one, <laughs> and I would just forget about it for a while, and then like, oh shit, we haven't done that like in a year. I want to do this. Right. Um, so anyway, we might do that. I don't know. So we might have like three shows for our anniversary week. We'll see. I don't know. It depends on like how lazy we are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we got you got three right now, okay, guys. This is your third episode of the week right here. Well, yeah, we padded the shit out of this. We padded now. the padded our stats, like as you would say. Uh, all right. <clears throat> well, that was right. episode two ninety eight of Chew on This on Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>